Welcome back to your Good Life Now podcast. I am Frankie Martinez, and I appreciate you taking time to listen to this podcast. I hope it's been encouraging you and inspiring you. You can reach us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, at your good life now, or you can email us at your good life now at yahoo.com. So, uh, so many ways to get a hold of us and say hi. I'd love to say hi to you and thank you for listening to this podcast, taking time to allow me to be a part of your life, to encourage you and inspire you, and just help you live in life with a smile. And the way we do that is through faith in God and faith in you. Uh, which was our second season. If you haven't heard it, check it out. I got some very good feedback on it, talking about building um, your faith in yourself, which we are always going to be talking about. But today we start season three and we are focusing on a time to fight. Now, I know there are different seasons in life, right? They're just like the world has different seasons, summer, springtime, winter, fall. So our life has different seasons as well. And sometimes we go through seasons where things are great, things are tough, things are okay, things are in new beginnings, new endings, so many different seasons of life. And understand that sometimes in, in life we have to fight more than other times, but we pretty much always need to fight. Sometimes more than others, depending on the season. You hear that saying that most people are fighting a battle that you know nothing about, right? And I, I believe it's true. We see everyone, you know, wherever you're at, your friends, your work, your school, your church, whatever you're involved in, your sports team, you see people and everyone always puts their best face forward, right? Their their life is good. I'm excited. But deep inside, I heard the saying that you never know what somebody's struggling with, what somebody's going through. And I know that we are always going through things at different points in our life. And what we need to understand is we cannot, whatever you're fighting against, whatever you're up against, you cannot take your fight personal because life demands that you fight. Life demands that you fight. And that's why I'm dedicating this season to talk about how to fight, how to get your fight back, how to improve your fight, how to win in your fight. And we're going to hear from many different people to learn how they overcame and fought in their life because life demands that you fight. Sometimes more than others, but life demands that you fight. And why? Because things left alone deteriorate. I'm going to say that again. Things that are left alone get worse. They, they go from whatever state they're in to a worse condition. They don't get better. And what that means is that in order for things to get better or improve in your life, you got to fight for it. You got to do something to it. You got to put some effort into it, some work into it. Whatever you don't work at or put a fight into is going to go to a lesser state. But whatever you do work at it will improve and get better in life. And that's what I mean when I say that life demands that you fight. Um, yes, we don't always live in fighting seasons. Sometimes we're living in a season of abundance and blessing and things are just happening to go our way. And I hope that's where you're at. But if you're not there, then this season is going to encourage and inspire you to get your fight back. And if you are in a season of, of blessings, know that there's still things you got to fight for because whatever season you're at, we're always, God's always calling us higher, right? To go to the next level, to increase, to go higher and reach different goals in life. And so that means you got to fight for the next realm, fight for the next level. So that's what I mean by life demands that we fight. Not necessarily being negative, but I mean life does demand that you fight. 
Also, because if you just leave something alone, it's going to get worse. It goes from whatever state's into a worse state. And what I mean by that is think about, I like to use the example of a landscape yard. Now, if you've ever seen a house, sometimes, I don't know if you, I have, I don't know if you have, you ever driving by, you see a house with a beautiful landscape. I mean, the grass is green. It's the perfect length. The hedges are trimmed perfectly. The trees are planted intentionally. There's flowers growing in different spots. And sometimes if it's very funny when you see a house like that and right next door to it, you see a house where the grass looks like it hasn't been watered, it hasn't been cut, there's trash that's blown from the street onto the house and usually it's a vacant house, it's for sale, hopefully it's a vacant house, right? You never know. But it's funny to see the drastic difference from a house that's very well kept landscape wise to a house that's not, you know, and it's night and day difference. But the awesome thing to, to learn about that is if you look at that landscaped house, it's like that because there is a landscaper there. Whether it's the homeowner or someone who hired somebody, there is somebody who is intentionally fighting to keep that grass looking green, to uh, fighting to trim those hedges, to make them the perfect shape, fighting to take care of those flowers that are growing, to make sure the insects don't de devour them and destroy them. They're putting pesticides on it. They're doing all these things to fight to maintain a beautifully landscaped home, right? And then you look at the other home and no one's doing nothing. You just leave it alone. Funny thing is you take that beautifully landscaped home and you don't touch it, you tell the lands, you fire the landscaper, he doesn't show up, it's just sitting there, you don't water it anymore, you don't cut the grass, guess what? Pretty soon, that same beautifully landscaped home is gonna look very similar to the one next door. Why is that? Because life demands that you fight. You gotta constantly work towards something to make it the way you want it to be. Whatever you fight for is gonna improve. Whatever you don't fight for is gonna deteriorate. Whatever you fight for is gonna get better and look amazing. Whatever you don't fight for is gonna start to crumble and fade away. And we can see that example of the landscape yard and apply it to our lives. What area of your life looks amazing, looks well-trimmed, looks like the grass is green. I guarantee it's the area of your life that you're focused on, that you're working on, that you're building toward, that you're investing in, that you're studying on, that you're learning on, that you're taking time toward. That area of your life is thriving. But guess what? Think of another area of your life that maybe hasn't been watered in a while. Maybe the grass is starting to change color. Maybe it hasn't been trimmed in a while. Maybe there is debris, uh, just litter all over the place. So these are areas of our life. And, and that's what I mean where just because you might be good in another area, you still got to fight in a different area of your life. Life demands that you fight. Why? Because the universe is designed that if things do not get attention or do not get watered or fought for, they will go from whatever state they're in to a worse state. Your life is the same way. Different areas of your life are the same way. The different areas of your life, if you don't fight for them, if you don't water them, if you don't take care of them or tend to them, they're going to go to a different place. Think about your marriage. If you don't spend time in your marriage, if you don't pour into that, if you don't build into your marriage, if you don't uh, spend time with your spouse and have date nights and, and go on trips, then guess what? 
your marriage will start to deteriorate. It's going to start to look like that untended to yard. What about your children? If you're spending time with your children, if you're investing in your children, if you're loving your children, you're going to see that area of your life start to flourish and thrive. Your finances, your work, your health, your, your, your mind, your mental world, your emotions, all these different areas of our life, we need to fight for. We need to fight. And we're going to learn how to fight in this season. We're going to learn how to improve these areas of our life. And as we do, it'd be very advantageous to you to think of the area that you really want to fight for as you're listening to this podcast. Think of the area that you want to improve. Think of an area that you're willing to fight for. Now, I use the word fight because it is a very aggressive word. It is a violent word. And that's what it takes to overcome and conquer in life. We need to be aggressive and take action because there are so many things that resist improvement in our life. There's ourselves, right? Our own thoughts, uh, our laziness. Maybe I'm just too tired. I don't want to do anything to better myself today. Or maybe it's it's a coworker. Maybe it's people around you discouraging you. Maybe it's, I don't know. There's so many different things. There's the devil. Don't forget the devil. Come on. He is real. Just as real as God is. And the devil does not want you to improve because when you improve and you get better in your life, guess what? You are being a better example of Christ and you are letting your light shine and inspire many people's life. But when you don't let that light shine, when it starts to dim, then the goodness of God is not being exposed into this world. So remember, as a Christian, you are called to be the light in this world, right? So here we are. We're talking about fight. We're going to go through all these different areas. Think of the weeds in your life. What condition, what area of your life do you need to start pulling out these weeds? Do you need to start working on? Don't let the condition of any area of your life discourage you. Because regardless of what condition uh, that area of your life is in, if you're not happy with it, it can get better if you fight for it. It can get better if you fight for it and improve it and work toward it. Jesus never said things would be perfect. John 16, 33, Jesus himself says in the Bible, he says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. We got to have that peace, right? Listen to what he says. He says, in this world, you will have trouble. I'm not the doom and gloom guy. This is your Good Life Now podcast, okay? I'm trying to inspire you to live your life with a smile. But Jesus did say we will have trouble in life. And if you haven't had any trouble, email me and I will interview you next week on this podcast because you are probably God. Because every one of us have has had trouble in our lives. And I love that Jesus said that in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart I have overcome the world. What is Jesus saying? He's saying, man, things aren't always going to be smooth sailing. Things aren't always going to just be super easy, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world and I'm inside of you. What does that mean? It means just because things may not be going smooth the way we want, you are built to overcome. You're built to overcome and improve and, and strengthen those areas of your life. You are an overcomer. And I think it's great that life demands that we fight. 
Because when life demands that you fight, that means you step up and realize that you are an overcomer. When life demands that you fight, it demands that you put your gloves on, get in the ring, and when you get in the ring, you're gonna realize that you were built to overcome. And when you overcome, you realize something amazing. And what is that? Overcoming changes you. Overcoming shows you who you are. It shows you that you're built to overcome. You're built to conquer. That yes, sometimes life is smooth, but sometimes you got to look it in the face and say, let's go. I'm going to conquer you. I'm going to overcome you because I have a better vision for my future. And I want to see God's goodness in my life on this earth. I ain't waiting for heaven to experience the goodness of God. I want to experience God's goodness right now on this earth in my life and you can do that if you're willing to fight for it if you're willing to put your gloves on and say let's fight for these areas of my life that god has for me right so it's it's super important especially when you read i think about all the promises of god in the bible how many promises does god give us in the bible and when you think of all the promises that god has for us in the bible It hurts me as a minister for so many years to see so many people not experiencing or living that full blessing of the promises of God that God has for them. And why is that? Because sometimes people aren't willing to fight for those promises. Just because God gives you a blessing or promise doesn't mean it's, you know, there's no resistance. As we see, life left alone goes to a lesser state, not a better state. So if you leave areas of your life alone, it's not going to get better. If God gives you a promise, but you do nothing um, to to help it, to build that, it's going to go from a worse state. You need to build and work toward that and put that fight up to let those promises come to pass in your life. You need to fight for what God has for you because the devil comes to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. What the Bible says, John 10, 10. What is he coming to steal? He's The devil wants to steal the goodness of God in your life today. The devil wants to steal the promises of God from you because he knows those promises are going to bless you and be a mighty influence to those around you. And so that's why we need to fight, guys, okay? We are ready to get into the fight. As I close... We're going to talk about how overcoming changes us really quick. Last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, Jesus is talking to the seven churches. He talks about seven different churches in the whole world. He talks to the seven churches and to each of them, he gives a little analysis. This is what you're doing good. This is what you're not doing good. This is what you need to improve on. But I want you to pay attention to how he talks to each church. He closes with almost the same statement. Now I'm going to read him really fast. I'm not going to read the verse in its entirety for the sake of time and dramatic effect because it's so much better when you just read it all the way through. So get ready. Okay, here they go. The seven verses, Revelation chapter two, verse seven, we're going all the way down to chapter three, verse 21. Jesus speaking to the churches. He says this to the first one. I'm going to go back to back. Okay, just check it out. He says, He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Now there's, listen, this is God speaking. Here he goes. He says, to him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life. The next church, he says, he who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. The next church, to him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat. The next chapter, he says, and he who overcomes 
and keeps my works unto the end. To him I will give power over the nations. The next church, he who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments and I will blot out his name from the book of life. I will not, I'm sorry, I will not blot out his name from the book of life. The next verse, he who overcomes, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God and he shall go out no more. The last one, to him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne. I love it. If you read it in effect, what is Jesus saying? He's saying to each church at the end, he says, to him who overcomes this, but to him who overcomes this, to him who overcomes this. There's a promise to him who overcomes will receive this. He says it seven times to each church. It's the same way he ends the letter to every church. Why is God saying this? Because he's saying this shows us that God is looking for overcomers. God is looking for somebody to overcome to him who overcomes. He's the one who's going to get the blessing. He's the one that's going to get the promise. He's the one that's going to flourish. Now notice it. It says to him who overcomes, that means you got to have something to overcome. I'm telling you, life demands that you fight. But to him who overcomes, to him who doesn't quit, to him who doesn't give up, to him who doesn't lose hope, to him who perseveres and actually overcomes and winning this thing, he's going to be the one that's going to get the victory. He's going to be the one that's going to win. And that is what God is looking for. God is looking for you to overcome the opposition in your life. The opposition in your life is there to show you that you're an overcomer. The opposition in your life is there so you can realize you are an overcomer. And that's what you are here for. You're built to overcome and you will never realize you're built to overcome if you don't have something to overcome. So what is facing you in the eye right now? What is looking you in the eye? What are you facing that's discouraging? What is demanding that you fight against it? Don't misinterpret the fight. Don't take the fight personal. Don't say, oh me, no, 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 no. The fight is for you. The fight is to bring out the best version of you. The fight is to show you, you are an overcomer. You are built to win. And I'm telling you, that's what this season is all about. So I hope you are ready. I hope you're going to um, subscribe and, and make sure you listen to every episode this season because we are going to learn about overcoming and how to overcome these areas of your life. And I know it's going to inspire you. You are going to learn how you can even smile through a trial. Come on. That's what it's all about. I want to smile even when I'm going through a trial because that's how good God is. He's built us to overcome. So man, I hope this short little uh, introduction to season three inspired you. Hope it gave you some insights and I hope you do take away realizing what area you need to focus on. Maybe there's multiple areas, but get an area in your life that you want to focus on, that you want to fight for. And we're going to go week after week and we're going to fight. And I believe God's going to inspire you and encourage you. And you, just like these promises says, to him who overcomes, you will be an overcomer. You will conquer this and God is going to bless you over and abundantly. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Be sure to say hi. And as always, my friends, cheers to your good life.